0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Rodney Cooper, and joining me, Brandon Whitehair.
1: What's up, guys? So,
0: let's talk about racing.
1: Let's talk. I got my Monster Ultra, and I'm ready to go.
0: (laughs) So, uh, there was quite a bit of racing going on this weekend, wasn't there?
1: Yeah, um, had a bunch of racing going on. Got some ATV motocross, some... uh, uh, regular uh, pro motocross dirt bike. Wait, 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 regular? What's this all regular? <laughs> That's just regular, I f- man. <laughs> everybody's I, feel, favorite. I feel attacked. My feelings are hurt. <laughs> it's everybody's favorite. I mean.
0: Yeah, so yeah, there was a lot going on this weekend. We had a couple of um, uh, events going on with uh, local series, uh, some buddy races up at the New East Coast uh, races and uh, fast tracks and Mount St. Hare scrambles around this area. So uh, let's start off with your weekend, Brandon.
1: Oh my weekend! It was a great weekend. Uh, went up to Fast Tracks. Me, my boy, and uh, Dan, Dan the man. We all went up there and uh, raced some GPS. Uh, my boy had a rough go of it. Uh, the track wasn't what I thought it was going to be because, like, we had a little rain beginning of the week up there, and uh, it got a little soft for the for the young guys. About it was a ten o'clock in the morning session, and. Uh, he struggled uh it was some soft spots out there um and of which a lot of them struggled up there but uh he actually burned his clutch up uh he, may, he finished the line but the clutch the clutch smoked smoked that clutch man
0: at least he finished right
1: <laughs> he did now now dad's got to figure out this whole uh mini cobra clutch deal <laughs> it's it's uh, the been re- fun begins with yeah. the working on the bike <laughs> oh man if i'll tell you what if you, wait till you get there when nolan gets there he'll uh You'll learn about these. You'll hear all the just crazy stories about how these clutches are are uh, the key to racing for these guys. But uh, uh, other than that, um, I end up ran I ran heavy B, uh, took eighth out of that. Uh, I think it was like twenty fifth overall. And then I ran another session with plus thirty and took fourth in the class and eighteenth overall. So I had a pretty good day. Uh, the eleven o'clock class, my uh, heavy B. I could have ran a little bit better, but um, went back to the truck, readjusted the sag a little bit on my bike, and uh, went back out there and uh, had a good battle. It was fun. Uh, took everything I had. My hands were so sore today from just <laughs> still from from pushing everything I had. Because I actually got in a battle with a guy late in the race, and I thought it was for my plus thirty, you know, my plus plus thirty class because you can't tell. And I was pushing, like he passed me and I was like, no, not on the last lap. Right, not, that's always <laughs> the worst. <laughs> he is not going to get me on this last lap. Like, and I saw him make a couple of mistakes and I was like, I was like, oh, he's mine. Like I'm coming, I'm coming for him. So I set some inside, in, inside, outside lines up and uh, we went over this little, uh, uh it's like a little drop off on the inside. And I went to the outside the turn before and it came to the inside, cut him off and pulled away (laughs) nice nice that's awesome and uh i think dan did uh plus he did a plus 58 class and uh, took third in it so sweet yeah he had a good battle going on with the guy with him so it was a good weekend none none of us got hurt and stayed healthy and we're coming home so
0: that's awesome shout out to dan our top listener (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: so uh yeah so how about your weekend
0: well (sighs) It didn't go so great.
1: (laughs) If anybody follows him on uh, Facebook or Instagram, you've probably probably already seen how it went.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We had a little bit of an issue happen. Um, I'm hard on steering stems. We're just going to put it out there. I need need to uh, probably upgrade my steering stem from a uh, stock steering stem to something a little bit more beefy, Uh, maybe a Hauser or something like that, because (laughs) uh, I'm pretty hard on them, that's for sure. Um, This weekend, so... Uh, the Mountain State Hair Scramble was at uh, the uh, the Bunners Ridge, and um, is that right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, I, I thought I said that You're wrong. My bad. Yeah, the Bunners Ridge in Fairmont, <laughs> West Virginia, and uh, the track was uh, it was dusty. It was dusty. Dust berms got piled up real, real fast, real fast. Uh, I got off to a pretty slow start. Um, came around the first turn in probably sixth or seventh in my class. Started working my way up through, and uh, boy, in front of me ended up having a pretty good get off, and I ran into the back of him, <clears throat> and that's when I originally bent my steering stem. And anybody out there that yeah, you knows that if you if you're riding with bent levers or bent steering stem, that uh, it makes it kind of rough, um, um, or bent bars, I should say, it makes it kind of rough uh, turning yeah. uh, when straight on the track is not necessarily straight on the bike. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. You got your tires going one way and your handlebars facing the other. Yeah. It's-
0: so those dust, those big dust berms, I started making a few mistakes just because my steering was a little bit off, got sucked over the hill on a big dust berm. And, uh, everybody in the class behind me ended up getting around me. And, and then my work was cut out for me. I started, uh, started having to charge, from there, and uh, I, I worked my way around that entire class. Um, some, some of those guys, uh, shout out to Jeff Harvey for letting me go by him. I appreciate that. <laughs> but as soon as I got around him and another guy uh, on a KFX, uh, I went over another dust berm, and that one got me pretty good. <laughs> And then and then I got back on the track to realize my steering stem was almost completely in half at that point, and uh, found myself watching for the rest of the day. But I tell you what, I couldn't have been in a better spot for viewing because I could see um, I could see the guys coming off the hill and dropping down to the bottom, and coming back out and then around the hill. So I was getting to watch each rider for a good you know, 20 to 30 seconds or, you know, if it was Adam McGill, like 10 seconds (laughs) (laughs) and you really get a good uh, sense of how fast like those fast guys are Mm -hmm. and watching McGill come through those woods compared to everybody else was absolutely insane.
1: I mean McGill didn't give you a ride back to the pit. I mean I, on his way through. Or well, what? I mean what's up with that? I
0: tried to ask him, but I, <laughs> I tried to ask him if I could if I could hop on, but um, I don't think he heard me from, from, <laughs> from pinging off the rev limiter. <laughs> yeah, no, it was pretty. It was it was pretty incredible watching him come through the woods, and then watching people that are that are fast, people that are really fast come through the woods, but not that pro level, yeah. uh, top world class fast. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's always a it's a different fast, but I always like I always say it always comes down to the I swear, it's something in their bike, the way they have it set up, the way they hop over things and 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 time things. It it looks really it looks really cool if you watch them.
0: So I got to watch him. Like my bike ended up being at the bottom of a uh, off camber left hand turn, and that's where it sat the rest of the day until the <laughs> race was over. But I walked up the hill. Um, and sat up there for the rest of the race. And I was watching him going down that hill. And he was going down that hill so fast. And there was a, a couple, like, switchback, left, right, left, right, kind of hop mm-hmm. hopping turns. And the way he was hopping off those turns, like, I was like, yep, I would definitely been rolling. <laughs> for sure. There was no chance because it's just... And just he just looked so in control the whole time. So it was definitely a cool spot to be. If you had to be sitting <laughs> and watching the race, what I didn't like was is the fact that my I'm, that was the first time I've ever had that happen so my wife was uh I'm sure freaking out and
1: uh yeah there's always a uh that's always an issue Uh, that's the
0: worst part that's the worst part is I wish I wish I could you know have my phone on me or something and actually have service (laughs) and text them and say hey guys I'm good don't worry I'll be back in about a couple hours when they finally get down to me
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah the the woods races uh, need some like phone like some phones out there in the woods like uh, go to my marker six and call call home and let them know that you're okay <laughs> yeah yeah
0: so obviously um uh mcgill won the uh atv the atv class at the mountain state but not only did he do that he had just came from the buddy race um at uh high point for the new east coast series oh, wow. um so there was a couple of guys that did that uh they they um Uh, pulled double duty on Sunday and raced the uh, buddy race and then came down to the Mount State race and and raced and uh, that kind of goes back to what we were talking about I think it was last week or the week before about um, how McGill hadn't missed many of these um, uh, local races so he's been putting in the time that's for sure and and I'm excited to see the way he finishes out the season because of all that uh, all the racing he's been doing this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, to do that, I mean, that's a lot of uh ride. I mean, I'm sure that's just uh, a little bit of practice day for him, but uh, uh, anybody else that's doing that, That's uh, hats off to you because that's, you know, at least an hour in a buddy race in the woods and uh, two hours again at Mountain State. It's three hours of riding in one day. That's, that's that's a lot of riding.
0: Yeah, yeah, no kidding. So, and uh, traveling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sure is. Um, that actually is not too bad, though, if you think about it. You know, Fairmont to um, – Fairmont to high point. That's only, that's only About 45 minutes. Yeah. yeah like so that, that's so. not, that's not bad at all. But, uh, he, and along with, uh, Brendan polling, uh, took the overalls. Brendan polling took the overall in the bike races. So shout out to him, um, at the mountain state hair scramble. Um, but, uh, back, let's jump over to that, uh, new East coast, uh, Walker Fowler was there as well. Oh, wow. And uh, he was on a banshee.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Him,
0: him and his mechanic rode rode there. So, oh, that's uh, cool. I've not seen anything yet, but I would love to see some footage of him ripping around that banshee. Yeah,
1: I mean, get the old bumblebee back out. Yeah, That's what I always like to call them, little bumblebees. But uh, this things rip. They're, they're not too reliable, but they rip.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no better place to bring it out than at a buddy race. Yeah, that's not, right.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: so uh, let's get move on to uh, the uh, the um, ATV motocross.
1: Yeah, yeah, man. I, I think we called it. Uh, Chad Weenan, finished up the championship. Old reliable. Old oh, reliable. I mean, uh, that guy's that guy's great. I mean, uh, to pull another one off and get on over over one of the fastest up and coming uh, young stars in the sport to beat him and uh, Joe Hetrick to beat Joe Hetrick again and uh, pull it off and. He did it in fashion,
0: yeah um <clears throat> and the what I thought was the coolest part about that was is that he uh he he won with a one two um uh moto finish, and uh he didn't have to win, he didn't have to win either one of those motos, and he won that first moto, so one thing that i that I'm you know pumped about his seventh uh, championship is is i think this one he can definitively say that that, uh, Joel wasn't the fastest guy this year. I mean, Joel was the fastest guy on certain days, but Chad was the fastest guy on certain days. He did not win, um, this championship with like the Ryan Dungey uh, method like he has yeah. in the years past where Joel was the faster guy, but, um, but, uh, Chad was able to, um, be more, be more consistent and win in that fashion. But this year, like he straight up beat Joel. Joel took both those whole shots and, um, And Chad passed him in that uh, first moto this weekend.
1: Yeah, um, I wouldn't say in years past, Chad never had to work for it because you always have to work for a championship. But to go pretty much head-to-head, they both stayed healthy all year. Um, Every race comes down to every moto. I mean, it was a a six. It was a five point swing in points, you know. I mean, that's not very much to go off of. So, right. um, for him to show up every weekend and have to put his to win and, and to do it every weekend, it was uh, it was. Uh, I'm sure he. This is probably one of the ones he's going to say this is one I had to work for. One I had this absolutely hold, hold close to him, probably. Absolutely.
0: And if you're Joel Hetrick, I mean, he he had a great season as well this year. He just had that one uh, DNF, but. To have to deal with the pressure of knowing that, you know, Chad's probably not going to have a DNF. He's probably not going to have a moto that's outside, you know, top five at worst. I don't, yeah. you, I don't know if he even finished off the podium this year at all. No. But um, um, to know that you're up against that, that makes it very, uh, I would say that makes it very tough going in to each and every race, knowing that, you know, I can't make a mistake and I can't make one mistake this year. <laughs> Or Chad's going to beat me because I I won't be able to catch up because he's he's always up there.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, as a rider, and you know that guys always going. It's it's uh, when you're facing somebody, just like maybe a local series, and you know you're running for points, and you just know that guys usually always consistent, always up on the box or or something like that, and you're trying to beat him. You know, as if you look for it as a personal standpoint, how difficult is that? I mean, it's it's mental. Back to mental game. You know, you got to tell yourself. Be smart, take good lines. Don't push it. Don't, you know. But but on on the other hand, you got to kind of take some risks. So, you you have to kind of sort it out as you go. And um, uh, Joe Hetrick did a really good job this year of doing that. Um, like I said, you had he had that one DNF, but uh, usually the old Joe Hetrick would have probably had a couple of tip overs and some some other issues going on. But you know, this year he cleaned it up a good bit. Um, just had one one DNF, and uh, you know, but. Chad and had the best of them right there on that one, but uh, it's hard. But hats off to Joe Hetrick. I mean, second place isn't isn't bad.
0: No, not at all. And you know, I I, I kind of worry about um, you know this year we're losing uh, Thomas Brown, and that's like that top three guy. But um, and you worry about the the top end of the class because that's it, just like oh man, okay, well. Now it's going to be even more of a two-rider battle, but you still got guys like Bryce Ford that are coming up and showing that speed and showing that they can mix it up there too. So I'm hoping to see maybe Bryce um, uh, really have a good off season and and focus and buckle down and and you know his. I don't know if you could have asked for a better um, rookie season than than what Bryce Ford had.
1: Yeah, yeah, Bryce Ford, um, hot hot young rookie coming up. Uh, Looked look great all year. Um, you know, he ended up finishing uh, fourth in the championship points. So I don't think he had a very good. I don't know. Did he even. I don't know if he ran this weekend or not. Cause I don't. I don't see. He didn't finish in the top 10. So I'm not sure what happened this see, weekend.
0: Yeah. I didn't get to. From the only thing that I was able to see from the um, ATV motocross series was the uh, like posts that I would see on Facebook, Facebook and stuff and yeah. Instagram and stuff like that. But. Um, we'll be finding out more whenever like the rip it up films video comes out. And then the, uh, the, um, uh, rundown video comes out. Um, but yeah, he's, I mean, he's going to be good. He's yeah. going to be there. He's going to, you know, probably take that Thomas Brown spot mm-hmm. and hopefully push the envelope to, uh, breaking into that top two guys.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, there's a big shoe to fill. you know, there's big shoes to fill when Thomas Brown leaves. um, because he's, you know, like you said, he's a third place guy. He went three three this weekend, finished up third dirt overall in the championship. this I oh, mean, wouldn't
0: you have loved to see him taking over all this? Weekend? You would
1: have. It would have been great. I mean, Chad and Hetrick should have like put their egos down, let him have one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't have wanted to take it. Like no, that. no, no, but I mean, you know, it's just that's uh, just way you want to go out. But I was
0: really hoping to see him do it last weekend at the in Texas because yeah, I Texas, thought yeah. that's when he could have really, really done it. I mean, he had several opportunities. I actually just got done watching. Um, uh, what was it? Two days ago, I watched the, I believe it was the Muddy Creek round uh-huh. where he led every lap of the first moto um, and there was a section, a double-double section that he was quadding and nobody else was doing <laughs> and uh, he led every single lap and Joel caught him on the last lap and he made a mistake and went over a berm and, and got around him and it's just like, oh, gosh, <laughs> come, on, come on, Thomas, let's yeah. just get this one. Let's go. Yeah, but, it's,
1: that's just that's just the way his career's been. Unfortunately, um, always just always just right there. And that's taking
0: nothing away from his career because oh, no, he's, he's always been right there with those yeah, guys.
1: Yeah, he's he's always had the speed. He just he just putting things together. And you know, some riders have it, and some riders don't. You know, if you look through any 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 rider, uh, some you know in any sport of racing, you know, there you, you always look. You always have the guy that's right there on the bubble, but can never get it completely done right. the championship. And unfortunately, he was one of those guys, but he was a great guy. Didn't, you know, didn't take nothing away from him. He's, he's a good guy. Uh, loves the sport. And I'm sure you're going to see him pop up here and oh, there. Oh, yeah.
0: He's a great ambassador for the sport. And, and he, he did everything that he could in his power to, to promote the sport in a positive light. And, uh, and uh, I think the sport of ATV motocross is, you know, grateful for having Thomas Brown as long as they did.
1: Yeah. <clears> yeah, he, they definitely um, received the benefit of him, you know, being around and getting the name out there and stuff like that. Uh, uh, what was really cool was seeing Jeffrey Estrelli, um back in racing, and he pulled a four four this weekend. So that's that was good. That was good to see. Yes, um, that
0: was probably his best finish of the year, I would say.
1: Yeah, um, you know, once again, I'm not sure. I didn't get to follow him too much this year. I'm not sure what happened, but you know, he he, he wasn't even just in a,
0: injuries and and sickness and it just has been a very very uh bad year for Jeffrey and I'm I hate uh to think about you know him not getting another opportunity but you know I've heard rumors that this could be it for Jeffrey mm-hmm. and you know n- hopefully those rumors aren't true because I would love to see uh Jeffrey to get another opportunity and uh Really show what he has because I, you know, I he's that guy that can get up there with the on the podium uh, week in and week out if he's at a hundred percent.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, you know he could pull it together. He's just another rider that has that bad luck. Um, you have a lot of them, you know. A lot of good, great guys just don't have luck. It's 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 crazy. a lot of great
0: guys. You know, break steering stems. And- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, eating too many chicken nuggets yeah chicken nuggets drink <laughs> yeah we that's an inside joke we had a we had a uh, little get together <laughs> this weekend and uh we uh, had a chicken nugget party <laughs> just ate chicken nuggets
1: <laughs> the uh, night before races <laughs> yeah you know, nothing nothing better than white meat <laughs> white meat
0: just Chock full with preservatives and <laughs> all the good stuff. <laughs> no,
1: uh, but uh, and then uh, Nick Janusa went 5-5 on, a, on the weekend, and uh, it's good to see him up there in the top five. Um, and uh, Hayden Mickelson went 7-7. But, uh, it, like I said, it was good to see Jeffrey Ristrelli back out there. Unfortunately, he didn't finish in the top ten of the points um, this year because of everything going on. Um but he uh, he you know it's good to see him Nick Janusa up there in the top five, that was good to see again, yeah, um, so <laughs> you know you're gonna have a lot of guys that's gonna look and like like we talked about before, there's a spot to fill now, they're all gonna be wanting to get up there on that podium more and more, and I think in the off season they're gonna they're gonna you're gonna see the work be putting in you know, I'm sure on Facebook Instagram you're gonna see him putting in that work.
0: Yeah, everybody likes to throw those Instagram videos up of throwing whips and banger yeah. laps and all that good <laughs> stuff. Um nope. so real quick on Chad or on Chad Wienin, um is he the GOAT?
1: Oh man, that's that's tough because for if we're talking all of ATV motocross, I mean there's been a lot of great, great riders. Um I mean Jeremiah Jones was very good until he had his incident. And um, you know, if you look back through the sport, John Natale, the Iron Man, uh, as as many as championships as he won, you know, I'd say he ranks up there. Yeah. I don't know if anybody else has an, as many championships as him.
0: Not in a modern, uh, the racing format. Yeah.
1: No, because see, that that was the other thing. You know, back way back when ATV Metacross – you know they used to have to run so many TT rounds, right? Right. You
0: like you're talking like the like the Shane hit yeah, era, yeah. and yeah. yeah, you
1: you had to run so many motocross series, and then you had to switch over and and run some TT. So you know these guys don't have to worry about that. They just got and run their motocross. So uh,
0: yeah, like back in the day when Gary Denton won his eight championships, it was more of a TT and motocross format then. So he was able to <clears throat> pull it off and. You know, all those different formats of racing when they had to kind of go back and forth between what they did. So that was impressive in its own. But now today when, you know, Chad Weenan's winning his seven championships, he's in a much more skilled class and a skilled atmosphere of riders.
1: It's it's hard to say that he's in a much more skilled um, atmosphere because if you look back and, and you see a lot of the greats that came up through, you know, like Tim Farr, Joe Bird. You know Jeremiah Jones, Shane Hitt, <clears throat> Doug Gus, all that. But it's it's you know it's arguably there's two different you know you know that's just, specialized yeah, B-
0: better than sk- more uh, maybe not skilled but specialized
1: yeah I mean it's it's definitely a different uh, scene these days between um, you know the motocross now and you know motocross ATV motocross you know back in the day it's almost like a LeBron James Michael Jordan thing you can't really compare
0: yeah I <clears throat> agree I agree but so <clears throat> I mean. Without a doubt, like Chad is, is definitely like you said on the Mount Rushmore of things, uh, and I would say, arguably, very arguably, the greatest of all time in the ATV motorsport or in the ATV motocross world.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's up there. Um, Like I said, Chad, you know, winning seven national championships. Does he do
0: eight next year? You think?
1: Man, if he does eight, that's that's up there. I mean, what's Um.
0: stopping him though? Honestly, Joel. I think (laughs) no. I (laughs) obviously Joel. But I would say this year, to me, was one of his most impressive championships. So, <clears throat> I, I mean, he ha, he's already had a kid, so he's already gone through that, like we talked about mm-hmm. with Eli Tomac and Ken Rocks and having their kids, like how's it going to affect them. He's already done that, yeah. and he's still there at the top. It just shows that, you know, I don't know what's gonna what's going to stop him. Because, you know <clears> – <throat> I think the pressure's on Joel. Yeah. I don't think the pressure's on Chad anymore because because I think at this point in time your your place in history is already solidified, so <clears throat> from here on out it's just icing on the cake.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Right now he's just he's thinking you know this is an age game right now you know what I'm saying yeah. for him uh, he's been in the game a long time so
0: I'm honestly surprised to see that he's lasted in the game longer than Thomas did.
1: Yeah, because I'm I'm you know I'm pretty sure Chad was already a pro before Thomas became a pro if I, if I if i remember right
0: yeah he's a couple years ahead of uh Thomas and and Joel if i um, yeah. um i know that's for sure i don't know how how much age uh, difference is between them but and you know it seems like <clears throat> guys last a little bit longer into their careers on the ATV side than they do on the dirt bike side uh dirt bike guys you know aside from uh <laughs> Chad Reed uh, guys don't last quite as long as, as what you see with ATV guys. Like you see like with John Natale, he lasted a long time in the sport.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think with Joe the, Bird, Joe <laughs> Bird is the same yeah. as him. I think um, the, the biggest reason is that is, is uh, the dirt bike guys, they get their money. <clears throat> they, you know, unfortunately, the ATV side don't have the big funding and everything like that, so they mostly do it just for the fun – and the love of the sport. Right. More more than just the money. And I'm not saying the dirt bike guys go out there just to do it for the money because they obviously love it.
0: They also <clears throat> seem to get injured more on in the dirt bike yes, side. They do.
1: Um, it's because those guys are always pushing limits, you know. Yeah. I mean, in the motocross world of A T V motocross, you know, you have what nowadays you have like maybe fourteen pros, fifteen pros on yeah. the line. Yeah. And, you know, you're looking at forty guys on the gate every Every weekend that are
0: fighting for their, their yeah. jobs,
1: and there's more that's behind them yeah. trying to qualify. So yeah. you you're always pushing the envelope yeah. on, the, on the dirt bike side, and and you know if, you know if you're a dirt bike rider and you're making a lots of money and you're already at the top and you know whatever and, and you retire, go for it. Yeah, you I can retire
0: saying? and still ride dirt bikes and have fun. Yeah, and f- and not kill myself. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. So and the, and unfortunately, in the four wheeler side of it, the ATV side. Um, you don't get that opportunity once you quit riding. There's no test rider p- spots. There's no, hey, look at me. I can be a uh, riding Villapoto and be a uh, um, what's that position? They use? Uh, He's um, a test rider for yeah, Yamaha, uh, an ambassador. Ambassador, was, yeah. yes. You can't, you know, there's no ambassadors for, uh, for you know, for ATV riders. Uh, and and aspects of that so you know once you're done riding you're done you know uh, unless you just want to come out and do a vet class or something like that right or just hit and miss but uh, most of the time when you're doing it you're trying to do the championship to you know get the the glory and you know I'm sure there's a little bit of money to win the championship and stuff like that right for the ATV so I would say that's why.
0: So, um, yeah, I agree with you. Um, so since we started talking a little bit about motocross, what was your takeaway this weekend with the uh, 250s um, from the uh, uh, Thunder Valley motocross race?
1: Oh, man. <clears throat> um, starts starts were huge uh, for the 250s. Dylan uh, Fernandez he uh, got a great start first moto, you know, came out in that top five. Passed early and 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 led the rest of it. I mean, you know, once he got out front, you know, you knew he was gone. There's no one was going to get him. Um, he had that that look. Um, but the uh, Jeremy Martin got a bad start the first moto and came up through and 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 didn't have nothing for him. So um, the Yamaha. You knew who really impressed me was Justin Cooper this weekend. We were talking about him last time on the podcast saying. How we were kind of disappointed. I wonder if he was listening, maybe. You
0: know. he, yeah, he actually texted me and said he was listening. He's you know he's a distant relative of mine. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, so he really impressed me this weekend. Um, I told him, I said,
0: hey, if you win, you got to hold your dog up on, <laughs> on, on the podium. stage, <laughs> <laughs> on the podium. Yeah, so, <laughs>
1: um, <clears throat> but yeah, he really impressed me this weekend. And uh, uh, so, honestly, I think we're going to be wrong on our pick with the championship Oh, yeah, the yeah it's over unless you know unless something would dramatically happen with Fernandez in the last two races
0: well this last this last race at Paula is is kind of the equivalent of Jeremy at uh, Spring Creek uh, because Paula is where the um, where the where Star Yamaha practices and rides so <clears throat> yeah I, I'm with you I think it's over uh, but and that's no shame to 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 Jeremy uh, but I don't think he can I mean, obviously, unless with a uh, big mistake from Dylan Fernandez, which it's possible. Look at the mm-hmm. Supercross series where he had to go through the last chance qualifier <clears throat> to get even to the main event of the last uh, race.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, even if you just look back at the second moto at Thunder Valley, uh, he had that little mess up when uh, uh, Brandon Hart, or not Brandon Hart. Yeah, it was Brandon Hartrath and. Uh,
0: <sighs> Who else was it? Hunter yeah, Lawrence, Hunter Lawrence. Yes, yes. They were they, going back and forth and, and they Ferrandes, pushed him over that side yeah, of that jump. They
1: got him off the side of the jump and there he goes on the ground. So yeah. anytime you go on the ground, you just never know. And uh, speaking on the ground, RJ Hampshire, that guy cannot catch a break right now. <sighs> he catches the ground pretty he quick. He does. <laughs> he does, man. I tell you, he. I feel sorry for him. I'm sure he's been icing up a good bit after these last three weekends, but I think he's just trying to push a little too hard and because he he knows, you know, he wants to get out of the 250 class. He wants mm-hmm. to make a name for himself, and uh, he doesn't want to be stuck behind there. But um, unfortunately for him, he's been on the ground a lot. So
0: yeah, but, yeah. Hopefully he's not starting to turn into like a Justin Bogle that that doesn't seem to catch anything but bad luck.
1: Yeah, you know, and that's as you watch Hamshire, he always has his uh, his moments of shine, and then he always has a mistake or gets hurt. So I think it's been kind of his issue, unfortunately, over the past. Um, You know, he's always a strong rider, especially in the sand. Uh, Looks great. Um, But I'll tell you, Hunter Lawrence also impressed me, too. Uh, He's looking like the old hunter, you know, that was supposed to be coming over when he came over from overseas, you know, they said how great this guy was on the outdoors and uh, he had a couple of flashes there when he came over and after that he kind of faded away. Yeah, he uh,
0: he worked his way up to the pack and, and and really started pushing towards the podium positions uh, late in the race and that was good to see late in the race too because that shows that his fitness is still there and uh, uh, just, you know, had to work through those injuries and that's just what you got to do in the sport sometimes.
1: Yeah, I tell you, what a battle between uh, Jeremy Martin and uh, Justin Cooper there. I, there for a couple of laps, I was like, oh, yeah. He's got him. He's got him. He's got him. And then that you know, I'm all horsepower. Just <laughs> yeah. The blue
0: blue crew kind of showed their dominance uh, with the horsepower uh, this weekend. That's for sure on the 250 side. Um, um, on the 450 side, though, uh, uh, <laughs> Justin Parsha got a. Did you see him do that Superman?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I he did. got
0: a little loose there.
1: I tell you what, he saved it. He did. Oh man.
0: Man, nobody nobody just lets it hang out. Just like I, I'll be sad whenever he's gone. Yeah. Because, just like we've said over and over in this podcast, I feel like we've touched on it a lot. That that Barsha's just so much fun to watch because he's just he's he's willing to hang it out there, and I can't wait to see what he does on that Gas Gas next year. But but yeah, this weekend um, <clears throat> it was the uh, the the Kawasaki show up front. Yeah,
1: which I think I called Eli Tomac winning. You did. But- <laughs> 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 I gotta throw that out there. But, yeah, uh,
0: we gotta. You always brag about, you know. Yeah, yeah. You gotta. Call,
1: you gotta. When you, you gotta take it, when you can get it. Uh, yeah, the Kalisakis man. Whatever they're doing. Is he back? Is uh, he, he said is, he was. Is
0: Eli back to 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 old Eli? So is he gonna go out there and uh, put thirty seconds on everybody at Hala?
1: I don't know about thirty seconds, but because you know the field's pretty good with AC and everybody, but. Uh, uh, he said he's back. You know, I listened to his interview over the, you know, after the race, and they asked him. He's like, hey, he's like, I think we're back. I think we're, I think we're back clicking. We got everything going. Um, I think he got over his uh, uh, starlight at the Supercross of winning the championship and dealing with the new changes at home and all that stuff. So I, I think he's back. I think he's ready, and uh, uh, I think these guys would be watching out because he's he's going to be a heck. He- you know he's gonna be hard to deal with.
0: Old lies back, that's yeah. for sure. So it'll be fun to watch this weekend, um, especially if he's going to mix it up in the front and get in with that uh, with that uh, championship battle. Do you think we see? <clears throat> I don't. What's the points gap there? Do you 20 know? Twenty.
1: S- twenty four. Twenty four. So yeah. it's not even a, if. Let's just say There's, Zach Osborne has one. If he has a bad moto and finishes out of the top twenty it'll take a flat tire it could take anything if he <laughs> flat if, tire yeah i mean flat hey, tire
0: maybe a missing seat or yeah. a shroud that falls off you Something. know those those classic husk of Honor problems Gargles, yeah <laughs> i mean
1: you just never know so uh he finishes out top outside the top 20 in one race and ac wins game yeah. game game changer uh yeah. so it's all it's always a and then special with each. i
0: don't know i i don't do you think that that uh that he tries to shut it down in the first moto? Because if he goes out there and wins the first moto, game over, he wins.
1: Not really, because if AC could finish his second, and then he has a bad second moto, and AC would win, Are you, I think. Because it's 26 points. 26 is the uh, is the magic number.
0: Yeah, but you have a three-point gap from first to second. It's just, so if he would win and AC finishes second, second, it is over. Ever, yeah, then.
1: yeah, okay, I guess it would be, yeah.
0: Okay. But then you got to throw Eli Tomac in there
1: because so, <laughs> you know e- et three phone home. I think it's coming. So um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean there's a lot of I mean Chase Sexton Sexton can can come into this battle. He's that always was fun strong. to watch
0: him yeah. and him and uh, um, um, him and oh shoot AC in the first moto. Yeah,
1: I mean he's 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 one and one. Uh, you could tell it's it's just any time. Last chance to get one in his rookie yeah. season. And so, you know, comes out the first moto swing, and he can get one knock one, <clears throat> knock them all off. So And he's been
0: having great starts, too. Yeah. Aside from AC, he's probably been having the most consistent starts up front lately here in the past, uh, what, six motos?
1: Yeah. I mean, putting in some of the fastest qualifiers and, and coming out strong and uh, looking great. Always getting, you know, first, especially in the first moto, he's always in the top five, easy coming out of the hole.
0: Does AC – uh hole shot both motos again.
1: He has what, nine straight? It, is it nine It's is nine straight. It's nine straight. I'm pretty sure they said he has nine straight hole shots. That's insane. It is. I wonder
0: what the record is.
1: I'm not sure. I think they said it, it, it I would say it's getting pretty close.
0: It's gotta be getting pretty close. That's an insane uh insane number mm-hmm. to be grabbing right there.
1: Yeah, nine straight. That's that's saying something. Uh especially at that level. Um yeah. but uh yeah I mean AC's Pretty really close. If he doesn't have a couple mess ups in early in the season, you know, rookie year, he could be bringing home a championship. But I think. But uh, um, back to Chase Sexton, he's ready to go. I think. I think he's looking for one, uh, at least one, up on the top, a box, if not both. Um, and then you got any guys like Justin Barsha, like we talk about. He can show some speed. And I'm not sure what the weather forecast is showing for this weekend, but it's always out. in – out there is usually pretty pretty hot and dry. Yeah. Usually unless you get a when it rains out there it pours. So hopefully hopefully no rain, no mud race. I hate watching those. It gets kinda of boring.
0: I always the it's funny because I have uh, I, I love the thought of a mud race. I'm like, oh it's gonna mix it up and then as soon as it starts I'm like, Oh, okay, it's boring.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, wait, they can't hit no jumps and then Yeah. And then wait, the guy just stays in front. And then I don't know going.
0: though. I c I kinda have fun watching sometimes how like Who's gonna last? Mm-hmm. Like, because uh, I feel like when you watch those races, it's more about
1: conserving your bike. It's
0: like a ticking time bomb mm-hmm. on on like, okay, there goes another bike. There goes another bike. Who is it? There, you know, Eli sitting in the middle of the track, not moving. Yeah, so
1: he's usually clutches because he's so hard on them. Yeah. And I yeah. thought I thought he'd burn another set up just in that one race at Thunder Valley. Oh, when he
0: started adjusting it in the air. Yeah,
1: which I don't even know what he's adjusting because yeah, it's hydraulic it's now. It's hydraulic, yeah. So, like, so uh, uh,
0: when I, I I wasn't even thinking about it being hydraulic because I was thinking he was he was uh, had adjust the cable, making a cable, cable adjustment.
1: Adjust. Well, I think that's what everybody thought, and then it kind of popped in their head like, wait, Callie went to hydraulic unless unless they got something new over there that they're trying out. And and if you listen to Eli, he kind of was vague about it he was oh, like of course oh. he was he was kind of vague so I don't think he wanted to throw out what he was doing really I think they were doing some testing over there with something new and and or have something there that he can adjust or right. something for his clutch so uh you know for all we know he might have went back to a cable clutch you know <laughs> you just right just never know right whatever those guys like they uh they, they run so <laughs> but uh yeah I, I think it's going to be interesting coming in this last round at uh at uh, Paula, so yeah.
0: So uh, let's go ahead and make our picks for this weekend. Podium picks for uh, what do you want to do, two fifty or forty first?
1: We're going to do two fifty. Okay.
0: Um. I think. I think it's going to be a. I, I, I'm going to call a star Yamaha sweeping podium.
1: Ooh, who's the third one? I know who the first two are who's your third cuz I, I you're going to go probably Fernandez, Cooper and Shane. Shane? Yep. I didn't know if you're going to throw in one of the rookies or not like Fry or <sighs> I'm
0: not quite I'm not quite I'm feeling fine. that. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: I I say Fernandez, I say um Jeremy Martin and Jet Lawrence.
0: Ooh, I yeah. like that. I like yeah. that. That'll um, be fun. I, back
1: <laughs> to back to a little bit of the racing. If you noticed, it was the top six was three star Yamaha's and then three three Geico Hondas. Yeah. So it was it was it was interesting. I started watching it. And I was like, I wonder if anybody else is picking up on the announcers didn't pick up on it. But I was like, man, you got the top three are star Yamaha and then the next three are all Honda Geico and then there was one. I think there was one Suzuki in between and then there was a couple more Geico Hondas. So. Uh, those guys they must—they must, they got something going on over there. Those that Suzuki
0: in between was was that Alex Martin? You know, I'm I don't think sure. it was.
1: No, I don't. I think um, it was uh, another guy, uh, hmm. and I can't remember. That's why I didn't want to talk about. It. <laughs> 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 no, but uh, um, no, he. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to talk about. I don't, it. Just don't want to talk about. It. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Um, so four fifties, four fifties. I think. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> Something fell. Ooh. Okay, so I think that uh, we're going to be looking at. Um, I think Eli wants to go in the offseason with a statement and just, you know, remind everybody who he is. So I think he's going to win. Um, I think he's going to go 1 1. I think uh, AC finishes second. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Osborne third. Um no, 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 no. I'm gonna take that back. <laughs> I don't think Osborne finishes on the podium this weekend because I think he, I think he rides more conservative and doesn't push it. Because um, I think two good, consistent motos wins him the championship just as well as one balls out, you know, potentially crashing moto would win. So I think he would rather err on the side of caution and maybe go, you know, maybe finish four, five, five, six you know, right there. Like he did cause he doesn't have to do anymore. No. So why, why would he push the envelope? i yeah. I'm will say Chase chase Sexton in my third place position.
1: Okay. Yeah. Those aren't bad. Um, mine's going to be a little different. Uh, I, I still think Eli gets I the overall. I wouldn't take it any other way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think Eli gets the overall, but he doesn't go one, one. I think he, he has a, like a two, one day. Um,
0: one of those motos coming from like 38th. Yeah. Probably. Something. Yeah, he doesn't something always like get that.
1: the greatest starts here lately. Um, but, you know, with that speed and stuff. But uh, I, I think he gets the overall. Um,
0: if he starts in the top ten, though, both motos, it, I, I think he wins.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, if he gets a good start. Um, yeah. When he gets good starts, it's hard to uh, not see him up there. But I, I think he gets the overall. And then I'm, I'm going to go um, Zach Osborne in second overall. And then I'm going to go uh, Chase Sexton. Um, a- AC, I don't have him on my podium. Just because he's going to be pushing so hard to try to get up to the front, I think he has a big mistake and and throws his championship away. That's just, to me, that's typical AC. Um, <laughs> hopefully, he pro- hopefully he proves me wrong. Um, but, uh, I don't think
0: he's going to be pushing that hard this weekend, though, because I feel like it's just one of those things he's like – it's going to be out of his control. But really. he's got to win. Yeah, he's got to he's, win. He's, he's got, got to, to win both motos. Yeah, he's, yeah, you're right. He does. He
1: has to win both motos, and then he's got to hope for Zach Osborne to have the the worst two motos of his career. <laughs> um, he's, I mean, that's just the way it's got to be. And I think with AC, with got that in his mind, um, unless he's matured. Um, but I think he, I think he's he's going to push too hard. Um, like the second moto at Thunder Valley, he was pushing pretty hard. And was uh, trying to make a pass on um, shoot, I can't remember who he's trying to make a pass on. I think it was actually Zach Osborne um, coming into that one turn and and blew the berm. Oh, he almost t boned Zach. So, um, could you
0: imagine?
1: Oh, if he would hit him, if
0: he would have hit him as fast as he was coming into that
1: turn. Uh, Honestly, I thought he was going. I thought he was like, I'm gonna make this guy work for it. (laughs) Take up the front tire. Keep on going." Hey Zach, sorry, dude. I mean, remember back to Joe Savage, you have nothing to complain about oh, in the Champ Supercross. Yeah, so, that's true. So, I mean, I would have Never been, really thought of it that yeah, way. Yeah, I, I was – that's what I was thinking. I was like, he's, he's brain, going for the front. Brain is time. there for the drama. <laughs> hey, I mean, championship, rookie year. Yeah. You know, it's up for the grab. So, But, yeah, I think, I think AC has a big mistake because he's pushing hard. <clears> um, <throat> so, I think it's going to be Eli, Zach Osborne because he's, you know, he's in control of it and he's always a smart rider, gets good starts. And then Chase Sexton's that young rookie – Looking for a podium. So,
0: speaking of um, drama, do you like the drama between uh, between uh, Jet Lawrence and uh, uh, Justin Cooper?
1: You know, actually, I didn't see anything about that, but I think you were telling me about it a little bit, and I'll have to go back and check up on that. (laughs) They're
0: they're 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 beefing back and forth, which is I love seeing 250 guys beef because it's just these kids that are like rich and ridiculous on (laughs) dirt bikes, like you know, you got uh, you got. Justin Cooper bringing his dog up on the um, podium, and Jet Lawrence has a problem with it.
1: (laughs) Go get a donut, Jet Lawrence. Come on, man. (laughs) Have a donut. Chill out.
0: (laughs) So yeah, I think it's pretty funny. Um, You know, I I like stuff like that because I I think sometimes it reflects on the track uh, where you know those guys find each find each other around the track, so they try to prove who's who's better Mm -hmm. a little bit more, just because. You know, just because that's how Pete, that's how these kids are. I mean, Austin Forkner is the perfect example yeah. of that. He does that with everybody. We're
1: missing him on his championship run. Yeah, this, that
0: would be a fun addi- addition yeah. to this to this championship. Yeah, with run.
1: everybody going on, I you know I think you throw him in the mix, it would have been a really good championship to watch. Um, I like I, I like to see if Blake Baggett comes back. I know he had um, some, he was dealing with some tendin- tendonitis in his hand. Yeah. Um, so I'm wondering if he comes back. And then um, I think it was, oh, Brock Tickle had some injury or had some motor trouble or something, bike trouble uh, in the second moto. And um, there was another one that didn't start, and I can't remember who didn't start um, in the second moto. Uh, I didn't see, I know they said Blake Baggett had the tendonitis in his hand. There was some, some issues there, and I. I I don't think I heard him talk about the other person but
0: uh right right okay well I don't really have anything else for the for motocross you nah. want to move on to this upcoming weekend?
1: Yeah, we can move on.
0: Okay, so we got the GNCC at High Point this weekend. Uh that'll be a fun uh race. Um I don't think it'll be fun to race in <laughs> um unless I mean, unless you like blinding dust. We
1: got some rain last night. Okay.
0: Last night. I mean, it was pouring at the away. house. A week away. I don't know, but I it's, mean,
1: you got the you got the tree coverage. You know. Listen,
0: I just <laughs> here's. I mean, I just know that that it's been dry for a while, and the way the track was yesterday at Mountain State, and what I saw from the from the any uh, um, NE, any XC um um buddy race up there at High Point, it, it looked dusty. So um. Yeah, you I don't know. I don't like dust. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's it's scary sometimes to ride in, but uh that's why you gotta be up front.
0: Yeah. Well <laughs> uh so who do you got this weekend? Oh um, man,
1: throw me right out there like that. Just right uh, out there. Let's go. Let's Adam get McGill to it. on the podium on top step this weekend back Ooh. in West Virginia. He's up there riding that buddy race, getting a little filled with the land. I mean it's not the same track, but same terrain. Same terrain. Yeah. Same terrain. That
0: you know, it's funny you mention that like that because that is a um, area that I feel like right there in that area. I've I've ran a couple races there before, um, and it just seems like you know once you've ran one track right up there, you've kind of ran them mm-hmm. all because because it's a lot of the same the same type of terrain through that track. Mm-hmm. Um, and this 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 track is actually the Mason Dixon track, which is going to be. I believe the one that crosses over into West Virginia, and um, I ran that race last year, uh, the Mason-Dixon, and the terrain was a little bit different when you went over the state line <laughs> into West Virginia. That's a kind of a cool aspect about this race is that half the race is in Pennsylvania, the other half is in West Virginia, so that's pretty cool, but um, I think that if Adam McGill can get a good start, uh, I think that he'll he'll be up there. What, what, like when we talk about the dust again, that's, that's one thing. Whoever gets the whole shot, they're going to have a huge advantage right, mm-hmm. right there off the bat. And that's, you know, what, uh, you know, Walker Fowler, like we mentioned, he was also up there at that buddy race. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so he's going to be ready to, uh, rock and roll and, um, and try to take that, uh, momentum away from, from all the other guys.
1: Yeah. Uh, Walker Fowler, uh, is probably a little disappointed right now because, I mean, he yeah, he's got the championship wrapped up, but, um, He's I, giving
0: he's giving motivation. motivation. He's giving uh, um, other guys
1: some. <sighs> he's giving them some momentum. It's what he's doing. Yes. And and uh, in which in racing side, it's not good uh, for your opponents to get momentum because uh, any racer that has momentum and, and and thinks that they can win and they come into like, oh, I'm going to win this. That's not good for you. No. Uh, if you're Walker I it's like no, I got to get it back. Um, so I'm going to go Adam McGill. Gator gets it with uh Bryson New second and Walker Fowler third.
0: Okay. And that's a good point, you know, cuz we uh we got video confirmation <laughs> on this on this last uh um um Racer TV um um highlight reel that uh that you know that he yeah. definitely did lose tip, part of that the finger. Tip's gone. I, I took a <laughs> screenshot of that video and I said brain, I, t- I sent it to Brandon. I was like, here's the confirmation that tip of the finger is gone. Yep. Uh, so you know, but I, I would say you know by now he's probably getting you know pretty well used to riding with it like that. So um, I don't know how much more it's going to affect him going into the future. Um, just a tip. God, <laughs> <plus> Brandon.
1: <laughs> I had to. Oh
0: man. Oh shoot. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna go with you. I I, I I'm gonna call Adam winning this one too. I I just think that he's.
1: He's got. I mean, he's on the. Hey, I,
0: I will say this for sure. Nobody, for, nobody from the Mountain State race is going to beat him this weekend if he's running the same pace <laughs> that he was running. <laughs> because, but no. In all honesty, though, like he, he looks like he's he's driven and he mm. is kind of getting a resurgence of his career maybe, and in this season in particular, um, and I, I think that he's on he's on one right now, and uh, I think he's pretty focused. So. Uh, we're going to see. We're going to see come Saturday, but I think McGill takes the top spot on the podium as well, uh, followed by. Um, uh, I'm gonna say Cole Richardson gets second, okay, and then There's I'm and then I'm going to say that um, uh, that uh, Bryson Neal takes third.
1: See, I was actually I was actually going to call Jerry McCor up there. Because I think he had a really good race at the the first one, if I'm not mistaken, didn't he? He run strong up there at uh, Mason Dixon. Yeah,
0: he did uh, that first race of the season. He he um, the, the high point race. Mm-hmm. He ran um, he ran led most of the race. So I think he got. led four or five laps, and then Cole ended up taking the mm-hmm. win at the end. But um, uh, I think this I'm gonna we'll call it this weekend's gonna be the first weekend in a while that you've seen Walker off the
1: podium. Wow. Ho- hopefully he's not listening because he might not <laughs> like you. <laughs>
0: hey, we had some, we, we, t- we just, oh my God, Brandon just fell through the seat. <laughs> and we're back, everybody. Uh, we just had a little <laughs> mishap. Uh, uh, Brandon fell through the bag, the bag chair that he was sitting on.
1: Yeah, this uh, is uh, this is some bad stuff going on around here. I tell you yeah <laughs> i'm about to hit the diet a little quicker i think <laughs>
0: <laughs> so anyways we're back um uh yeah i think uh, i think this weekend's gonna be the weekend that you see uh, walker finish off the podium uh for the first time <clears throat> in a while that he's you know that a race that he's finished um of course but uh that's yeah that's my podium for this week's uh, atv um let's get into the uh bikes Or wait, did you pick your podium yet? Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, before the back chair. Before
1: the whole uh, chair ripped. Before the butt hit the ground. (laughs) I I think the thing's like thirty years old, so I'm not blaming it on myself. (laughs) 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 No, the bikes. um, Did we ever hear if Caleb Russell's knee was okay or?
0: So I saw on Instagram that he posted that uh, I think it's going to have to have surgery, but. He more or less said, as long as I'm still breathing, I'm going to finish this championship. (laughs) Uh, So, that's going to be a very interesting factor in in this race. Um, I don't know what – I'm not sure what the points look like. I wish I would have uh, looked real quick. But um, he –
1: I think he has a pretty big lead. He's got
0: a pretty big lead. I know that because Josh Strang took a week off off, too. Yeah. So, um, this might be just a – let's nurse it. Yeah. Let's get let's, you know, stay in the let's stay in the top five or six guys and just kinda just kinda put it on a cruise control this weekend. Does
1: Stu get three in a row? Man,
0: not me. If he does, it's that's just nuts.
1: I'm I, I wanna say Ben Kelly gets his first one. I was gonna say Ben Kelly wins. I that's what i said, I'm gonna go with Ben Kelly, then Stu, and then let's go uh Josh String. Okay. I like that. I, I, I Or is th- that is Thad back this week?
0: Yes. Yes, he is, because he raced the um uh I think he raced a full gas sprint under this past weekend.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, or was <clears throat> I, I didn't get the I didn't get to check it out too much because of everything going on this he weekend finished, with
0: me. Yeah, he finished third in okay. that. Okay. So yeah, he'll be back. Um, um
1: uh I wouldn't count him off the box. No, definitely not. He like I said, I saw my fast tracks and that you know, he was out there having fun, but you know, he, he looked fit, he looked good to go, and, uh, you know, yeah. bad Thad, you never count him out.
0: No, for sure. He's in shape, and uh, uh, I think he'll be ready as well. So, that's that's going to be a shakeup as well. Mm-hmm. I would love to see him come out and just, just open up a threat right, on, right, at the, right at the top of the podium, uh, uh, right off the get-go. I think that uh, – <clears throat> but I think Ben Kelly's due. Yeah. I think it's time for him to win one. I'm going to go uh, – for my podium picks, I'm going to go uh, Ben Kelly – uh, I'm with Thad, mm-hmm. and then Stu.
1: Okay, man, you putting Stu in third after coming off one ones? That's that's crazy. But hey, hey, you run with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Ben Kelly. Uh, he's he's due. He's running good. You know, been on the top box, sitting in that second place. Um, I'm sure it's eating at him. I, I think he can get it done.
0: Yeah, he's uh, he's been putting in some solid solid rides back to back to back, um, <clears throat> and uh, I think he's uh, getting tired of finishing second.
1: Yeah i know i would be yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> um so you know aside from that you know you got some other you know interesting storylines you got the, the um lane michael he's mm-hmm. you know local guy so that's that's yeah. kind of his backyard up there at uh high point the uh, mason dixon so that'll be an interesting one
1: yeah i mean mm-hmm. it'd be always it'd be really great to see him do well um especially with Stu Bay, Stu, Stu uh, making that yamaha look good and and stuff. So, I think he has a point to prove for next year, and, and letting Yamaha know, like, hey, I'm still your man. I'm still your guy. Because um, you know, as far as I know, they only have one spot right now, unless they bring in, you know, unless they keep both of them. But uh, um, I, I, I that'd be a good team, though. It would be. Yeah. I think yeah. if they if uh, Yamaha let him do two, uh, that'd be a great team. Um, yeah. uh, I really think uh, I really think he'll, he'll he should do good up there, and I, I hope he does.
0: Yeah yep i agree so uh have you decided if you're going to race that or not
1: i keep waiting for that like that nice track map to see see how much see how much wood wooded areas uh, involved if it's a lot of woods i mean we're in a gtc race (laughs) (laughs) i I like those big field sections you know
0: i can tell you right now it's gonna be a (laughs) lot of woods Oh, I can give you the track map from <laughs> last year, and I'd say it's going to be you know kind of pretty similar. Yeah. Well, there's some there's some open field sections, but that's going to be your I, dusty part. I, I
1: did I did hear that they're going to open up some new trails for for this weekend because mm-hmm. um, uh, we uh, me and Dan was talking about going up there, and you know they said that they released that they're going to have some new trails, some virgin trails, which are always nice to run, because yeah. you don't have it all beat up and roughed up yet, um, and stuff like that. Uh, I'm not sure. We'll see. We'll see if there's any other races going on. I, I right now that's the only event that I have going on this weekend unless I would go practice somewhere.
0: Yeah, I think that um uh, I think Saturday um I'm going to head up uh with just the Stasic in the back of the truck. Jeez.
1: Well, I mean, you we know. We can have a stamina thing. Oh,
0: well, no, no, you're right. Put we some could gas have a st- in it.
1: Yeah. You're Come right. On.
0: We'll see. Whatever. We'll see.
1: I pit you, you pit me. Okay. We're all good. Okay, fair enough. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: <clears throat> but we're, we're gonna take uh, Nolan up for his first Stasic race oh, okay. and uh, let him do that and uh, enjoy that he's uh he's all about that Stasic bike so he's on that 12 inch uh, Stasic, and he's power power level number three and he's ready to rock
1: <laughs> <laughs> tell you what man you better eat your weedies because keeping up with these young kids running around because you you're gonna have to chase them That's just no doubt about um, I don't know how much, uh, how far a race they run but I'm not sure either
0: because I've just seen videos of it and I mean, obviously, it's not that far, far. of a track yeah. to let two- and three-year-olds to be <laughs> running around on.
1: I'm telling you. But oh. you'll still chase him. I guarantee you'll chase him because uh, being with Colton when he was growing up and coming through and was riding the P-Dub out there, it seems like, and it always seems like, they always have issues the farthest away from you, <laughs> Of course. You, of course. So, I think I lost like 10 pounds just chasing him for the first couple of years. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that that'll be good. So I'm I'm excited to see him do that. He's been, you know, talking about it for for some time now and and you know, it, it's funny everything he does is uh is uh, C related. Like he'll be <laughs> playing with his monster trucks in his house and he'll line up, he'll he'll scream 10 seconds <laughs> and then he'll say, go and then start pushing them so. So yeah, he's uh, awesome. yeah, he races uh he races against Adam McGill on his uh, Stasic. uh <laughs> Yeah, he's like He's like, am I winning? I'm like, who are you racing? He's like, I'm racing Adam McGill. I said, okay, yeah, you're winning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like, no, you're not winning. <laughs> no, not today. You can't, son. you can't kill. You can't kill the dream that yet. That yet. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's awesome to see little kids like that get out there and uh, and get started in the sport. And uh, hopefully, Nolan does pretty good out there. And uh, it's just cool to see those like little guys out there doing that, especially like on those little Stasic bikes.
0: Yeah, it's cool to see the community of the the GNCC community uh, able to embrace it. Embrace it, and and you know. The Stasics haven't been along for very long for for a long time. Uh, what like a year and a half, two years is all they've been out and, and around. So for them to take it, take the Stasic and start racing it, and you know that's just like that's such a GNCC thing to do, and that's awesome.
1: Yeah, uh, you know we don't really touch on this too much, and uh, probably don't even think we've ever really talked about it. But the e bike, but the e bike uh, uh, chopper
0: chopper coming in <laughs> <laughs> like no one's riding <laughs> you. Yeah. Uh,
1: no, but. Uh, the e-bike races that they have yeah. at GNCC, you know, we don't really don't talk about that, but uh, that's gotten pretty popular. Uh, yeah. A lot of people are doing those, and everywhere you go around a GNCC, you see e-bike people riding, just kids out riding their e-bikes. So, it's I think it's going to be a big part of the sport coming up is the electric uh, electric side of it. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about the electric stuff just because I've always had a motor, and you like the sound and uh, stuff like that. That's my chopper yeah. coming in, guys. Yeah. They got to pick it's- me up.
0: That, that mean the podcast is over that's right podcast is over
1: i, I gotta get picked up. i gotta get fired with my next podcast i thought so. the
0: podcast was over when the chair bu- <laughs> <laughs> when the chair fell off underneath the of view.
1: i mean <laughs>
0: hey guys see we're we're operating on a um if you guys have ever wondered what the studio <laughs> looks <laughs> the studio. like we're sitting in my garage um on a fold-up table and we were sitting on <laughs> some bag chairs until Brandon decided to Put his butt through the one of them. i
1: tell you. You know, of course, I get the, like, older-looking chair. And I got this nice, cushy <laughs> He's got that one. nice, yeah. cushy one. You know, looks, like, kind of new. And
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, well, um... I think that's about it for this week.
1: Yeah, it's getting closer, guys. I got to go.
0: <laughs> yeah, that pod, that uh, that helicopter is looking, sound like it's going to land. Oh, this has been probably the wildest podcast we've had so far. We've had a couple technical difficulties along the way, and uh, a couple funny things happen. But uh, uh, thanks for hanging with us uh, for this hour, guys. Uh, we're um, uh, we're on Instagram at Split Line Off Road. If you guys want to. Uh, come over and give us a uh, like and uh, follow us and comment on some of our stuff and shoot, send us some messages, and we'll uh, we'll hit you guys up and uh, maybe even get you guys on the podcast.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, guys, everybody have a safe weekend. Anybody that's local going up to the uh, GNCC, uh, good luck to you guys. Hope you guys do well. And, um, hey, let us know how you finished. Um, don't be scared to, you know, tag us in your post. And, uh, you know, if you get a – no matter what you ride, if you're, you know, in a C-class or – a vet class, just seriously, just send quads us a post. Quads bikes, yeah. Yeah, bikes, quads, whatever. <laughs> Uh, we'd like to see you know see how you guys do and maybe give you a shout out on the on the podcast
0: yeah don't forget hashtag splitline road and we'll be able to see everything that you guys are doing and uh, seeing on the track that's what I kind of would like to see I'd like to see people that are out on the track uh, watching that are videotaping mm-hmm. uh, when you share that uh, video just go ahead and uh, hashtag uh, splitline road so we can see the cool videos of the track as well
1: yeah yeah because you know racer TV doesn't always uh, give you all the all the shots in the woods you know, like there's only certain, so many shots some you can get, get on a
0: like a twelve mile track exactly.
1: So. <laughs> so if you're out there deep in the woods, don't don't forget to tag us.
0: That's right, guys. All right, guys, uh, we're gonna be off for this time, and we'll be back uh, next week and covering the GNCC and uh, the pro motocross and what's coming up the next week. And so we'll uh, talk to you guys later.
1: Later.